0: Navigators. This is Jasmine.
1: And this is Justin.
0: Welcome back to another episode of the Student Life Podcast. We're excited to bring on two special guests for this month's episode, Haywood and Jaden.
2: Yeah, this is Haywood. Glad to be here. Hey, it's Jaden. Thanks for having me.
0: Haywood is a student here at Royal Gebirge looking to achieve his associates in arts. While While a student, Haywood is also one of our seven student ambassadors. So, if you find yourself at a school event, either on campus or virtually, chances are you'll see him there representing the school really well. Jaden is a senior in our early college program. She's also one of our student ambassadors and is currently serving as the president of the student council at the Cabarrus-Canapolis Early College.
1: All right, so Haywood um, and Jaden, we got a few questions. We're just gonna ask you, just so y'all can, you know, let the viewers know a little bit about you. Um, so, Haywood, we'll start. We'll start with you. Just. Tell us a little bit about yourself, how you found student life, how you uh, became student ambassador, all that.
3: Well, once again, my name is Haywood. I'm um, so glad to be here. Thank you all for allowing me to be here on today. Um, well, I'm 18. I recently graduated from the best high school there is in Cabarrus <laughs> County, Concord High. Whoop! whoop. Yep. Go spider. Go spider. <laughs> and um, it's funny how I got into student life. I really just stumbled into it. Um, I originally I was going to go to Elon University after I graduated, but you know, Elon was so expensive I just couldn't do that. So uh, I decided to come to Rowan because I was already taking college classes at Rowan in high school So when I was signing up uh, I never intended to do anything in student life never intended to do anything on campus didn't do I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to get through Rowan and then get to uh, uh, UNCC where I was going to go after but one day I got a phone call after I came to registration day With Miss um, Emily Baldwin I got a phone call from Miss Barb Meidel our, our student life director She called me and she said um, Is this Haywood Hayes? I said yes ma'am it is And she said uh, well, well this is Barb Meidel uh, Student direct, uh, director of student life And um, Emily Baldwin uh, She recommended you be a student ambassador I put the phone on mute I said why Lord <laughs> I said why me Because I never intended to do anything on campus I Didn't yeah. want to do nothing And she said, are you there? I said, oh, I'm here. I'm sorry. I I, I dropped my phone. I didn't drop my phone. (laughs) But uh, I said, "Um, and then I thought about it. She started to list out the benefits of being a student ambassador. I said, well, might as well do something on campus. I said, sure. I'll take the opportunity. And um, got the phone call and did the interview. And I will say, I'm so glad that I took the opportunity. I'm so glad to be a part of student life. And it's been the best decision since then.
1: Mm mm-hmm. I can definitely agree when when I was a student ambassador, I did not plan on any of that. I was just coming to see like a um, advisor or something like that. And, uh, you know, I mean, it kind of pays off when you just represent yourself well and people really notice that and they reach out to you. Um, that's cool. So you're getting your A in arts, right? Yes. Um, I remember we were talking about that before and you said something about wanting to become a teacher, get a master something mm-hmm. like that. So. So, uh, yeah, so I, my
3: my plan is to get my associate of arts degree. Um, to transfer to the University of North Carolina at Charlotte. Um, where I'm going to major in English. Now, originally my plan was to teach because I always had a passion for teaching. You know, whether that's uh, anything biblical or even in band when I would teach mm-hmm. my my little student section because me, me and Justin were both in band. Oh yeah. So try to teach my, my student section, uh, no, not student section, my section of, of bare tones, how to how to play the instruments. So I always had a passion for it. Um, but more over time, you know, I I think I still want to teach, but I definitely to do something more in screenwriting, writing films and movies and TV shows, and definitely be uh, writing books so somewhere in that area but yeah that's still the plan still the plan
1: awesome awesome great to hear that all right cool thank you
0: now we're moving on to miss
2: Jaden quaranting how do you say your last name crunting crunting yes
0: where where does your last name come from Jaden if you don't mind me asking
2: Ghana both my parents uh, I'm a first generation American you know they both immigrated here ooh, so many years ago from um, Ghana which is in West Africa Okay. Hmm. You um, just, just to make sure, can you move up a little bit so I, Sorry. Am I good? Yes, you're good. You're <laughs> okay. good. I'm just hearing
0: you kind of fade in and out. I'm like, I want to make sure they can hear you. Um, so Ghana. Wow, that's that's really cool. How do how's it um what's your experience being a first generation American, like kind of integrating you know, like because your family, you know, not coming from America originally, how have
2: you kind of moved yourself into the American society that way? Oh well. My parents were here for years before me. So it's more just a learning to integrate their culture and the American culture that I grew up in because, of course, they both grew up in Ghana. That's where they were born. That's where they were raised, where they met their friends, family, etc. Me, I was born here. Um, even most of my cousins were also born in Ghana and then came at a later date when they were around seven or eight. But, you know, immigration things change all the time. So I still have family left behind in Ghana who hopefully will one day make it here. But a lot of it is just being very cognizant of my culture and applying that to my day-to-day life.
0: I really like that. I think that's I think that's really, um, I feel like even here in America, people have been here for generations. Like, being able to keep co- uh, connected to your, like, fam- familial culture is, like, super important. And especially for you, because it's, like, your culture is from, you know, across the ocean. So that, that's even more
2: imperative. But that's pretty cool. Yeah. They're both going back January of oh. this year. Next year. Oh, okay well, I wish them the best of luck in their travels. I know right now everything's been a little funky with the planes, so Yes, mm. a lot of last minute COVID testing, and my father's going to London this weekend for God knows what <laughs> but he is just a lot of COVID testing and hopefully we'll just go in and out quickly.
0: All right, that's good. Well, I wish them the best of luck there. And um, what kind of what led you to coming all the your family coming all the way from Ghana? What led you to coming here to Concord, North Carolina?
2: Like I said, my parents were here for a long time, so they started in Columbia, no. My father was first in New York when he was, I wanna say 23-ish, and he could not stand it. <laughs> Every part of him hated New York when he talks about it. You know, in Ghana, it's a lot more, everyone's more friendly. You know, there's you don't really hear a lot of stories of people shutting you out or ignoring you. So when he came to New York, it's a, very isolating for him. You know, he talks about what his first job, he. His boss would always say to him, why are you always smiling? Why are you always saying hi? You know, that's just the culture is so different. So that's something he had to get used to. And then one of his close friends, who was also from Ghana, told him, you got to move to Charlotte. You got to come down here. And he did, ultimately. And, you know, they stayed together for a little bit. And then through that, there are so many familiar connections in the Ghanaian community, especially through the Ghanaian church. So my dad, this is <laughs> a My aunt, my aunt's husband, and my dad were friends in Ghana. So when they were both figured out they were both in America, they're like, "Oh, let's meet." And then of course my aunt, my mom's sister, that's how my parents met. And then they did eventually get married here. And then you know they've been they were living in Charlotte for about five years before they had me and my brother. That's
0: sweet. That's really sweet. And um, what kind of, how did you find Rowan
2: Cabarrus uh, growing up here? Well, really, I found the early college because I'm, you know, 17. I'm not done with high school yet. I'm still in high school. So when I was in about seventh grade, my aunt mentioned to me about the early college program, getting your associate's degree while you're still in high school so you can get your bachelor's in just two years. And that's what I wanted to do. I was really interested in that. So I did the application process, thought about it, got in, you know, thought about it some more, and then eventually decided to go to uh, early college. And then it sort of fell into it because this particular early college is located in this campus you know we're just right downstairs and then at first I didn't really see myself as a Rowan Cabarrus student but the more I got involved in student life and saw a lot of the resources available to me as I you know became a junior and a senior that's how I more became integrated into the culture of RCCC. That's amazing I'm I'm,
0: that journey between like from your family to you I bet they're proud of you for that. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh 100 percent and so you're a student
2: ambassador. How did you get introduced to student student ambassadorship? You know that was entirely not what I was intending to do at first either. I wanted to do the NSLS student president internship. Mm-hmm. So I'm a part of NSLS as well. And I saw it in my email. You know, I didn't think much of it. I was like, might as well apply. And I, you know, didn't waited a few weeks, heard back. I went through three interviews. You know, and I was getting to the end of it I was like okay pretty much got this in the bag I'm ready to go <laughs> and then my last interview was with Barb Eidel mm-hmm. who would mention, and Justin and I was in that they were like you know you're going to be great for this we're looking forward to seeing you but n- we want to let you know about another opportunity that we also have available which m- might fit your needs more because I was already doing a lot at that time, I, you know, I was already I do the social scene with my school, student ambassador, uh, not student ambassador, um, student council, and mm. then uh, just you know keeping up with my grades and all that sort of thing. So the student ambassadorship it's a little less hours, there's more leeway, and it's more engaging. There's more contact with students, which I I'm a real people person, so I like that better than you know doing more paperwork, office work that would be with the NLS student president internship and. What I was attracted to most about it, I was going to be one of the first. I was first ones to do it, and I was really interested in sort of, you know, starting that process. But I realized that with all the things I'm doing already, I want to be something that has a little more groundwork to it. And so in the end, I chose student ambassadorship, and I really think it was the best decision.
0: That's awesome. And so you said before you became a student ambassador, you were in student council. So what what is your role in student council, and what are you, what are you responsible for
2: overseeing in that? Yeah, so the last year I was the treasurer, and before that I was just a regular council member. And being, you know, any role of an organization during the pandemic, like the height of the pandemic, was very challenging. So then, just going through that process, really working with my team, oh, my my finance committee. If you guys ever hear this, I loved y'all so much. We have so we had so much fun trying to figure out COVID barriers and try to still do. I mean, we put on so many great virtual activities. We did movie nights, we did raffles, we did uh, music bingo. I mean, so mm-hmm. many amazing things, even despite, in spite of COVID. And we mm-hmm. put them on and we had a great turnout. We had, a, it, it really was wonderful. And then I realized how much I just truly adored council and I wanted to get more involved in it. So when election time rolled around, you know, I did apply for, you know, president and went through that whole process, you know, the voting and everything. And then very lucky, received the position. And so now a lot of what I do is It's different. I'm more overseeing the committees. So before I was a committee member and that I feel is a lot more hands-on work with the actual tasks. Like that's where you're making, you're coming up with events. You know, it's a really creative space and you're working with a really big team. My group was about, I want to say 10 people, but with being president, it's smaller. You know, there's about six people on our exec board. It's more working with them daily and helping them shape where they're going and more... Redirection, You know, getting them, if you're veering into a path, even though we really want to do this, but it doesn't fall in line with, uh, you know, Cabarrus County guidelines or even RCCC guidelines, more knowing the rules and the know-how of that, signing, you know, submitting paperwork on occasion for, you know, signing off on our budgets, things like that. And the student council
0: is responsible over, like, like early college aspect of that.
2: Oh, yeah, it's all within early college. Because really, even though we're on... Or Rowan Cabrera's campus, we really are our own thing, you know, for the first two years at least, because you don't have any, you don't have many college courses in that time. You really become a full Rowan Cabrera student once you hit your junior year, which is where you're taking only college courses.
0: I see. Yeah, it's it's um, there's a lot more depth into it than just it's simply being <laughs> early college. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. That's thank you very much, Jaden. Um. And Thank you for sharing your story with, From your, uh, like I said, from your parents' perspective How you've gotten here Pretty cool, that's a pretty cool uh, Mountain you've been climbing recently Glad to share it
1: yeah. um, Okay, so that was good Just, you know, allowing you guys To open up a little bit to our listeners uh, Learn a little, bit, a little bit more about you guys um, But You know, we've been doing one episode At least uh, each month And um, so this will most likely be Our last for the year And we wanted this one to kind of be chill, mellow, fun, you know, because that's what we're about, student life. You know, we're not just about, you know, we do the interviews and stuff, but um, also, you know, we want to let loose and have fun. So we have a few questions, about 20 questions um, that we'll just kind of bring up in the air and ask each other and learn a little bit more, even more about about each other. So um, whoever wants to go first.
2: Oh, I'll go first. Okay. All right. Haywood. if you could be any letter in the alphabet, what letter would you be and why?
3: Ooh, Jesus. Um, honestly, I've always liked the letter Z, <laughs> even though my name starts with an H. I don't know. Growing up in elementary, it, it was just different the rest of the letters you know it was always at the end and I used to ask my teacher I was like why is that letter all alone you know it's just different from the rest of them you know even W he can interact with the rest of them not, not the Z you know there's just, just no connection there so I, I think I would be I think I would be Z I really would
2: that is You're, such a good
0: answer. I didn't see it coming. Or <laughs> <laughs> you could be if you want to talk about it being really different when you talk about it in like the British like version of English. Right. Um, it's Z not yeah, Z.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard that.
0: I, Haywood's eyes just went really wide. He's like, "Wait, what? It's yeah, even yeah. more different."
3: Well, well, you know, so my, my cousin who who graduated from college, he was talking about how I should take a um a language and linguistics class because mm. he said, you know, a lot of different cultures, like British and American, you know, we don't really speak the same language. Like the way we pronounce things, how they pronounce things, and the way they word things are different. So I, so I, I that's why I opened up my eyes. I just remembered that just now.
1: That's an interesting question too. That that's cool. All
0: right, I'll go next. Um, Jaden, what is a weird fact that you know? A weird fact that I know?
2: Oh, I don't know of any that are really fun. I said weird. Oh, a, <laughs> a weird fact that I know. Okay, well, there are some, I'm going to explain it the best that I can. There's little systems you can hook up to plants to hear little waves in the radio, um, waves whatever waves in them, and you can make sound out of it. You can transfer it, and that's, I think, a fun fact wow. weird fact. Oh, are you talking about those TikToks where the guy yeah. makes music out of,
0: like, the plants by, like, hooking up, like, a little, like, mm-hmm. heart rate monitor type thing on it? See, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's – because they don't have a heart. It's a plant. Is it the – I think it's the sound waves, like mm-hmm. the vibrations within it. Yes, the
2: vibrations. I thought that was cool. Nature. Was cool.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, I'll go ahead and go. Um, Haywood, if you could write a t- – textbook what would it be about
3: oh of course be biblical of course it'll be about <laughs> jesus <laughs> the textbook would i write it would be all about jesus but specifically it would be about uh his connection towards the heavens because you know we see jesus as a man a lot you know of of his humanity how he did miraculous things but not realizing that his connection was really to the heavens so understanding christ and the father and those kinds of things so <laughs> What kind of question is that? You, yeah, you know uh, my answer. Because you were a
1: pastor, right? Of course, yes. Yeah. For, so, those listening, you may not have known, but it
3: would, are you still doing that, or are you used to? I Well, well my church recently shut down oh. uh, when the pandemic hit, so, you know, I'm still preaching every now and then, but pastoring-wise, no, not right at this moment. Oh, cool. I didn't yeah. know you
2: were actively a pastor. I thought you wanted to in the future. Oh
3: no. Mm-mm-mm. I've been I've been pastoring for a while. I, I got ordained and licensed when I was 14. And um, from there, uh, I was all so I was always a, an associate pastor. I wasn't like a senior pastor, like over running the church. So I was um, under my pastor. And um, when when the church shut down, you know, it was kind of hard. But you know, I definitely st- kept preaching. You know, even did a little couple YouTube videos. I may even get back into it, um, doing the online thing. So yeah, well, yes, definitely. g has been rocking together.
0: Well, what, that's interesting. What kind of what's the process between um, being ordained as a pastor? Like, is there like a training you have to go through? How does that work?
3: Yeah. So uh, th- there's something called a catechism, which started with the Catholic Church, but but most non-denominational churches, uh, those that are part different from the Catholic Church, um, they have uh, taken on that. So basically, catechism is a training where you're uh, you study about uh, about 200 questions um, from from scripture. And uh, you are in front of a, a board full of other pastors and preachers, where they test your knowledge to see if you are capable of uh, preaching the t- preaching the gospel, educating people the gospel, but also correctly dividing it, correctly uh, teaching it, and things like that. So yes, it's extensive training. You know, they don't want you to go out there and say, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a pastor, and you don't know nothing." <laughs> you know, you can't teach it. You don't mm-hmm. know none of this. So yeah, it's very extensive training. Very All right, cool.
2: So does anybody in your family? Are they also pastors?
3: Like no, oh, okay. none. My my grandmother, uh, she my grandmother also preaches, but not to the extent that I have. Um, my grandmother is more more of a, what they would call a prayer warrior. So you know she's mostly in prayer, more than anything. So yeah, I was the first like really like preacher preacher in my family. Um, besides my uncle, I had an uncle um, on my dad's side. Never met him, but he was a pastor. Um, and I remember going to his funeral, first time ever meeting the man in a coffin. And that's mm-hmm. <laughs> first time meeting the man he laid out. And, um, I mean, it was packed. I never – funeral was four hours. Four hours. Everybody had something to say about him. I said, well, you know, I hope that happens to me one day. I hope people have good things to say. <laughs> you know, good things to say. But, Justin, let me ask you this question. I really want to hear this answer from you. What is your most used phone app? Like, what app do you use the most?
1: I'm glad you asked that. Um, Spotify, for sure. I'm pretty sure Spotify. Like, I am I mean, I feel like everybody likes music. Nice. I'm big on music, uh, preferably lo-fi, instrumental. <clears throat> um, I may or may not have an obsession with that genre of music, but um, yeah, Spotify for sure. I mean, all the time, in the car, to and from wherever, just... Mm.
3: Now, as some of our viewers, like myself, listen to Apple Music, so this is this is not going to work out well. <laughs> this is really yeah. not. Yeah. Okay. Any like Justin Timberlake fans? Any Justin Timberlake?
1: I respect this stuff. Yeah. Woo-woo, Justin! Is yep.
2: that your favorite? <laughs> who doesn't love Justin?
3: <laughs> like who doesn't love? Like I will bust out karaoke right now. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness! You know I
3: will. Karaoke event?
0: I I feel like um the only Timberlake I know are the boots and um i don't really i don't listen to justin timberlake a lot wow i know
3: i mean do like okay so all you know like mirrors right you know cry me
1: yeah, a yeah. his and... album the 2020 experience
0: i do not Jesus. know this one fire oh
1: just like viewing it from a um you know musician perspective just like the way it's produced oh my goodness like it sounds so good yeah mm-hmm.
3: just is one of those artists where like he even admits he takes his time like he ain't out here just trying to make make up a couple dollars. Right. You know, throw out some album. You know, like Megan. Though we respect Megan. We like Megan. Just still. It takes time. He takes time with his craft, so.
1: All right. Got another.
2: Um, just... Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. All I right, so. cool. Ask anybody. Um, a Jasmine, then. It's me again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you prefer funny stories or dramatic ones? I love to laugh,
0: so I would have to say funny stories. Because... Uh, I got enough drama in my life. <laughs> I don't need any more. I think I, I think I would prefer the funny stories there. <laughs>
3: Jasmine is great with the puns. Oh. With the puns. oh, man. Yeah. Do you have a pun for our,
0: for our audience, Jasmine? Oh, uh, what's the favorite? What's a uh, mummy's favorite type of uh, music? What rap. is it? It's rap.
1: <laughs> I've used that one a few Wait, times. what?
3: What is mom feel what?
0: What's a mummy's favorite type of music? Rap. I got a, I got another one. I saw a woman with a taser once. Man, she was stunning. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> wow. It's,
3: it's funny because it's like
1: why? <laughs> you gotta get some sound effects for that dad joke. <laughs> oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> oh
1: yeah, I'll probably leave it up if, if you want. Yes. <laughs> okay. We'll probably probably use that again.
2: Oh
3: my goodness. Now let me let me. Uh, Jane, let me ask you this question. Do you fold your pizza at all when you eat it?
2: No. Is that a thing people do? Uh, like, yeah. in why? I mean,
3: you got to fold it to put the put it inside the ranch. Uh, do you eat it with ranch?
2: What? Yes, people. You don't do eat... you eat pizza with ranch? Uh, yeah. I wish you could see. Audience, I wish you could see the way I'm looking at Haywood right now. What? Somebody. Do any of you uh, else eat pizza with ranch? I do not. I,
0: now. I, my, no. My partner, hey, my partner yes. eats eats it with ranch, but I'm like that, that is alien to me. Yeah,
3: Mm-mm. but you Sorry. can't knock it till you try it,
0: right?
2: No, that's questionable behavior. Why? Why <laughs> did you think of that in the first place?
3: It's <laughs> this. Okay, my uncle used to do it mm. when he would stay with us, and I was like, you know what? Let me try it out. And ever since then, it was like wisdom in a bottle. Like I just had to take that wisdom and.
2: Wisdom in a bottle. Yeah. Ranch on pizza. I'm trying to
3: impart it to you all. <laughs> okay. okay. Pizza and ranch, especially pepperoni, sent from the gods. It's like how people put ketchup on eggs. Mm. That so, is so nasty. <laughs> that is not okay. You talk about alien. Talk about that is disgusting. Whoever does that, oh, you, you need to go to the you hospital.
0: You you want a story? Um, So we were at uh, Cracker Barrel once, and um, I was with, so one of my friends was there and with my partner and my partner he was for whatever reason he got very worked up about this he got his friend got like a bowl of grits and put grape jelly in it and (laughs) my partner the the manager literally of the restaurant walks by and he's like hey is anything wrong and he's like yes there is something wrong and he points at his friend's bowl he's like why does he have grape jelly in his bowl of grits
3: like no one does that goes on um bread he put that on bread
2: like, and ranch goes on salad. But still, it's here in your pizza, isn't it? Hey, well, uh, well,
3: you, well, you know what? When it comes to salad, I'm not really a big ranch fan with salad. I'm not, I'm more of a French dressing. I like to be
0: unique with my salads. Is yeah. that raspberry vinaigrette? Ooh, uh, yes.
1: See, I'm not really yes. one of those people that does like those drizzles. Uh, 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 not really. See,
2: I like the Olive Garden one. They released their... Yeah, I yeah. think yeah. so good. We
1: have oh, several bottles
3: especially with the breadsticks oh, yes. God. I'm so hungry Jesus
1: <laughs> all so right let me, let me find another okay Ooh, this one was good um Jasmine Jasmine how would you change your life today if the life expectancy of humans became 500 years what would you change
0: ironically enough i feel like i would instead of learning in the school itself i would use that to travel the world and learn that way Mm. i i love school i love education um but i feel like some of your best education is sometimes outside of the classroom Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and being able to experience the world i think i would use that to like travel the world and then if i'm gonna live 500 years hopefully by then we'll go to mars and i'll be i'll be I will be on the first colony to Mars, okay, guys? Because, mm. like, that's some cool stuff. Tell me, wh- who wouldn't want to live on Mars, at least for, like, a week yeah. or something? I don't know. Not mm. me. <laughs> you can't that's put me in space.
3: Definitely not. No, thank you. I can't breathe. How, you can't <laughs> breathe out there. We, we have technology nowadays. And you'll, technology you'll right. fails. <laughs> it fails. Okay, look at Apple. They got to update every, every 10 days. Okay, though I am an Apple fan, shout out to Apple. We love y'all. I love my iPhone. Yes, R.I.P. Steve Jobs. Love you, man. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you could read one book for the rest of your life, what, what would it, what would it be, Jaden?
2: One book for the rest of my life? I couldn't do that. I would be so bored. I <laughs> mm. like to read, but I need diversity. I really? I don't even like reading the same book twice. Yes, because I feel like I'm missing the first time. But right. three times is a real stretch for me. It must have been like a years <laughs> in a gap before I'm reading a book a third time. time. No, there's no there's no book I'm reading that many times.
3: Mm. <laughs> Wait, now
1: have you
2: read The Great Gatsby at all? Yeah,
1: I think for school, like we we watched a movie and did a little bit. So
0: I like The Great Gatsby. I yeah. think it's a. A classic mm-hmm. tragedy type book. Um,
3: it, it, I, I would definitely say, say that definitely is, and the even you know, y'all know me. I'm a big Shakespeare fan. So, okay, you know, okay. In any Hamlet, "To be or not to be," nobody
0: recite recite a line from Shakespeare. <clears throat>
3: <clears throat> but soft, but like beyond the yonder breaks, it is the east, and Juliet is the sun. Arise, fair sun, and kill the envious moon. Oh Romeo, oh Romeo. Wherefore art thou, Romeo? Deny thy father and refuse thy name. Now, be clear. When she said, Wherefore art thou, Romeo? She didn't say, Why, people? She didn't say, Where is he? She said, Why? Okay. <laughs> Let's be clear.
1: Gosh. You got the part. Congratulations. Thank you. you, Thank, got you. The part.
0: Thank you. Some snaps here. Thank you.
1: Oh, yeah. Snap,
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. I got, a, I got a question then. I got this one for Justin. Imagine you could teleport anywhere. Where would you go right now?
3: Mm. That's a good one. Mm.
1: I'm thinking a little deeper about this one. Most people might be like Disneyland, Carowinds. <laughs> and I was thinking future, but nobody wants to. That's one of those things. It's like you get there when you get there. So that wouldn't be
0: You could teleport. smart enough. You could teleport, teleport anywhere. You don't have to necessarily go back in time. Like you could yeah. be right now at this present moment. Where would you want to be?
1: Hmm. You know what? You know what? I would go back in time. I would go back in time. Uh, we don't do a lot of concerts, but recently this year, we went to a concert in Raleigh. I don't know if you know Krungbin. Great band. Anybody listening? Krungbin. K-H-R-A-U. It'll probably pop up with just those letters. They are amazing. Um, but we just went to a concert to see them. And that was like surreal. Because again, like we don't really do concerts like that. Um. So if, I. I mean, I don't know. If I could teleport anywhere, I would probably go back to that experience just to experience that again because it was awesome. I would teleport out of COVID.
3: <laughs> I would teleport out of COVID, please, Lord. I feel
1: <laughs> like
2: COVID's gonna become more like the common cold. I feel like I'm never gonna escape it at right. this point. Yeah. But it'll get manageable. All right. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right, I have a question, and this is I'm I'm giving this to everyone because I think there is only one answer. But what <laughs> vegetable is best with cheese?
3: <laughs> broccoli. Broccoli,
0: yeah. Yeah, I would hope so, right? What other
3: vegetable?
1: I'd I'd say broccoli, not because like I absolutely like I'll eat it. I don't love it, but I just know that that's a common broccoli and cheese. It's just like common. Like,
3: I mean, well, it depends now because it depends what kind of cheese. Because <laughs> we talk about different kind of cheese. That I put a strawberry in it.
1: Oh, what? A straw.
3: Okay. Okay. I'm de- but, you know, there's different kinds of cheese. Don't, don't give me that look. Don't give me that look of disgust, okay? <laughs> look, everybody has a different palate, okay? We all have a diversity of... Hey, of, of, what's so funny? so funny? We all have a different amount of taste buds, okay? We all like different stuff. I like Brussels sprouts. Not anybody into
0: that? I like Brussels sprouts. Yeah.
3: I know a lot of people don't like them, but... I've never, never
0: had one. I yeah, don't. Mm.
3: They're very hard. Oh. <laughs> very hard.
0: Not unless you boil them long enough. That's true. Yeah. That's like true. cabbage. What? They're like That's little good. cabbages. Yeah. You think about yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. I think it's like the bitterness. I think people don't like. Probably. About them.
3: Gosh, I miss Thanksgiving. Best meals ever. <laughs> Lord. All right.
1: We
0: gotta um. get away from food, Heywood. <laughs> we really <laughs>
3: look. I'm telling you, I'm so hungry. I only ate a bowl of cereal this morning. I really. need <laughs> I to go eat something.
0: I eat three square meals a day. Speaking of that,
3: what's your favorite cereal?
0: I need bunches of oats.
3: Oh, well, I was about to say that. I
0: was about <laughs> I, to say that. Mm. I like plain Cheerios. Oh. What? Me too. Just plain Cheerios. No honey, nut, nothing. Just Cheerio. Mm. I have no a strange no cereal
2: no preference that everyone in my family and life bullies me for, and you probably will too, but I must share because it is so. Ugh. Okay. Cheerios are great, right? Fine. No. Plain Cheerios. <laughs> uh, now, hey, with. All right, but also honey nut Cheerios. Those are pretty good, but it's a little overly sweet sometimes. Yeah. I'm waking up. I don't want a mouthful of sugar. Yeah. So what do you do? A bowl of half plain Cheerios, half honey nut. I know, <laughs> I know what you're thinking, but why? Because it is amazing. It's not too sweet. It's not too plain. It's just the right combination.
1: It's people that think like that. That's that's the leaders we need in the world. That very complex mindset. Very complex.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll eat honey nut Cheerios if it's dry cuz I got to taste the honey. Like like b- b- the time I put it in the milk, the honey is just plain Cheerios then. Like you got to drink the milk get the honey. It's still
2: mm. pretty su- Are you a sweet tooth? Hey, what do you, oh, do you like? Yes. See, yeah, I still think it's pretty sweet just alone.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, we in my family we have candy every night. Like mama <laughs> going to the Dollar Tree and get some Mike and Ike's every single night.
2: On that note, did you hear the Dollar Tree is no longer the Dollar Tree? What? I what heard is it about that? It's the Dollar 25 Tree. <laughs> <laughs> <I mean. laughs> Dollar twenty five tree? <laughs> they're going up to a dollar twenty five. Oh okay. Yeah, soon by the end of this month, they said.
0: What happened with the no? Like that's the novelty of Dollar Tree because everything is one
2: dollar. Like that's the that was the slogan. I'll tell you
3: what happened. Inflation.
2: I think. Yeah. They just wanted more money at this point. Because, of course. Yes, pandemic hardships. Fine, we all dealt with them. But I mean, they said it's permanent. It's not just temporary. So they just right. want to break my heart. But it's okay. That's true.
3: Darn! I gotta find fifty cent extra.
0: Let's move on to a. Okay. Uh, let's move on to something else. I want to challenge you a little bit, Haywood. Okay. I have a question for you. What is your favorite mythological creature?
3: So many of them. Um, I was very into Achilles. I really was because it was so strange that this guy was so strong. I mean, did what he did, but his downfall was his heel. I thought that was crazy to me, cause you know, you know the reference, the the Achilles heel. Like once he got hit in the the heel, he was just dead. So I thought about I, I, he was one of my favorites because it's just weird to me how he did all that he did, and did he do the Trojan horse? I think he did the Trojan horse. I can't remember, but did all that and just died because someone hit him in the heel. That was one of my favorites. One of my favorites, him and Zeus. I did like Zeus as well.
0: It's, it's, it is cool. It's like, you know, you could. That's why you can't build yourself up too high because there's always going to be something somewhere that can knock you down. You got to be careful.
1: That's true. Who am I going to ask? Jaden. Um, if you could listen to only one song for the rest of your life, what would that be?
2: I have a confession. Uh
1: oh. Uh oh. Here we go. We
2: were all talking about your music preferences. Mm-hmm. And I was smiling and I was nodding, but I, in all honesty, do not listen to music that often Mm. i don't really i think of it more as a background Mm. than an intent Mm. or if i'm if i'm listening to music it must be like purely because i'm listening to music i I can't multitask with it otherwise i'm ignoring it it's just noise to me and i know a lot of people like love music and i just really have never Mm. been one of those people so i don't i don't have a song that's interesting
3: no i fully agree with her because you know call me weird but when i'm driving i don't listen to nothing at all Mm. like dead silent in the car like Mm. I I drive to South Carolina, like, three hours all the time. Nothing. Just me and my thoughts.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's cool because a lot of people use music to, like, cloud their thoughts because they don't want to hear them (laughs) all the time. And, like, anytime I'm in the car and I'm, you know, bumping something, I'm into, like, music production. That's something I want to get into as like, a side, you know, thing. And I'm looking to kind of make some of my own stuff eventually. I'm kind of toying around now. But so whenever I'm listening to music, I'm listening to like the production of like I'm studying. it. Like me and my brother, we always do it. We call it beat study. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like work study. Uh, We call it beat study. We just, you know, put a song on, put a beat on. And like I listen and I think about how it was like made and produced and try to take, um, you know, bits and pieces of like my favorite artists and try to like recreate that stuff. So, yeah, that's
3: interesting, though. Yeah, because I was never honestly like Jaden. Like I've never was a big. Music person, you know, though I grew, I grew up with friends that, like, in class, or whatever, always had their earbuds in, listen to music. I just, I couldn't be that person, you know. It wasn't like my escape place to them. That was their escape. That was their way of coping with things was music. I prayed. <laughs> that was my option. <laughs> so, so yeah, I fully agree with that. I'm with that.
2: All right, I guess I'll go for one, um, Justin. Actually, okay. What is the worst online purchase you have ever made?
1: <laughs> Hopefully I can think of a answer for that, because I don't really, I'm, uh, nowadays, especially, a lot of people just online, on Amazon all the time, I don't really, like, it's rare that I order something online. Worst on, is that what it is? Worst online purchase? Yeah.
0: You could do any purchase or any design. purchase.
1: I, um, there was a sweatshirt, a music sweatshirt, it was actually pretty cool, and my mom turned it into a pillow now, um, because it came kind of small, it came, like, actually very small, but it was, uh, like, a cool sweatshirt with, like, music notes on it, that was, that was kind of frustrating, because I was, like, willing to wear it, and I wore it, like, once or twice, and could not anymore, (laughs) because it was, it was, like, really small, so, I guess I'd say that's definitely something I can think about, is small clothes.
3: Madam President, I really want to ask you this question because, you know, shout out to Madam President. Shout out to Madam President. She does a lot for us on this campus. And we, from the bottom of my heart, we as student ambassadors, we really do appreciate you for all that you do. I mean, you do a lot for our school. You are very involved. Way more than me. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Way more than me. So I really do thank you. So with all the work that you do, you know, everybody needs a little bit of vacation, right? You know, you need, need to get away. True. So if you could go on vacation, would you prefer to go to the mountains or the beach?
0: Give me one of those hard questions. <laughs> I kind of like the mountains a little bit more because it's like, to me, there's more to do. Like if you're at the beach, you're kind of just sitting there on the beach or swimming. Right. Where I can go to the mountains. I can hike. I can canoe. I can go tubing down the river. I could, you could go paragliding if you find the right part in the mountain. You know, like there's way more to do in the mountains to me than um, there is in the beach at a beach. So if I were to go on a vacation, definitely would be the mountains. Now, if it's snowing, I'm going to avoid those places like the plague. <laughs> we're going to go to the beach instead. But every other part of the year, I'm down for the mountains.
3: So I can hear myself processing for my madam president to go on vacation. Are you all with me? All (laughs) the people say aye.
0: Oh, (laughs) my gosh. Good thing our winter break is coming up. And to kind of wrap this up here, how are you guys
2: feeling with exams? What are you planning on doing during your winter break? Just a whole lot of studying. Got my little study schedule set. Kind of been known what I was doing. I've already kind of had my plan laid out. I have, like, three hours every night for seven days. And,
0: yeah, that's pretty much my plan. I would be surprised a lot of people don't actually set aside that time to study. That's pretty Mm. important.
2: Yeah, it's because I have two exams, so it's, like, I'm... One the day before, and then one the day after. So I'm trying to get ahead and just know mm-hmm. all the material before then. But then for a winter break, I have two Christmas parties that I'm going to, so that's fun. Or even I have so many. I have to go to. Is it? I'm hosting one of them with two of my friends, and then I'm going out to another one within the same week. And then you know my family's going to come over, and we're going to do. We do a secret Santa every year, so we're going to do a gift exchange, and so a lot of fun things.
3: I'm in deep this semester. Oh, <laughs> I took six classes this semester, and I have. Three final exams. Oh, <laughs> boy. Three. I took six. Yeah, oh. 16 credit hours. And I have three final exams. Two, one of them is 50 questions. The other two are also 60. And then plus the other assignments going on. So a lot's going on. So this break for me is going to be a straight sabbatical. <laughs> Don't call me. <laughs> Don't text me. OK, it's going to be me, my pajamas, that couch and Netflix and every other streaming service that I have, because this is a resting season for me. But this semester, honestly, though, I'm, I'm glad for this semester because it taught me what to do for later semesters mm-hmm. You know, as I continue on my college career. So that's why for next semester, you know, me, my academic advisor, you know, she already said, oh, hey, well, you know, we're going to slow it down next semester. I was like, oh, you betcha.
2: Is this your first year in college?
3: D- yes. Oh, yeah, okay. It's my first year. So once again, when I came to Roan, st- my plan was just to get in and get out. Mm-hmm. And then when I got got the student ambassador and got involved in things, I was like, oh, Lord, now I'm in deep. So now I'm trying to do student ambassador and 16 credit hours. Oh, next semester, I promise y'all it's going to be different. It's going to be different. <laughs> so, so this break is just straight sabbatical just rest
2: six class at one point i took four and i thought that was gonna be the end of all things (laughs) Mm. i try to stick to three you know they don't really prepare
0: you for that in high school because at least they they always they always did like the four classes a semester so when i originally switched over you know i was a first gen student so i didn't have my parents to be like yeah it's not gonna be that way when you get to college and i realized it's like oh you need to take like five a semester in order to pass and like the appropriate like average amount of time, right? right? So that kind of freaked me out at first. And I was like, oh gosh, am I going to be able to do that? Um,
3: <laughs> high school is mostly just like, it was most of them just saying like, oh, you know, they won't do that in college. You know, you can't just walk and leave and use the bathroom in college.
2: You know, it wasn't mostly
3: preparing us. <laughs> that-
2: <laughs> like, oh, they won't do that in college. <laughs> that makes me so grateful for my high school. Yeah. I honestly thought a lot of classes were easier when I got to college. compared, Because for us, we're doing Four years and two years, right. academically yeah. speaking. Yeah. So I was, I was kind of prepared from the get go. <laughs> mm. I was lucky. Well, what about you, Justin? What yeah. are you, how's your semester been going?
0: How are exams going? How are you? What's your winter break gonna look like?
1: As far as courses and exams are pretty good. Um, I'm gonna have most of my classes since I'm coming here for engineering. We don't really have like exams. We just have tests and stuff. So um, got one more test next week. But next week got my calculus final exam. Shout out to Miss Cook, Caroline Cook, ooh, ooh. awesome instructor. Like, you know, we're talking calculus. It's not that easy, especially going just from pre calc right to calculus. It's a definitely a jump, but she made it so manageable. She's awesome. So I am pretty pretty confident in, in that exam. So just got that one big one mainly. So pretty good. And, and as far as break, you know, just keeping that sleep schedule is important because it's really easy to sleep in, especially when you don't have to get up the next day. Um, sleep schedule, probably just making music, skateboard, spend time with family a gnarly, gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: what nice. about you jasmine what are yes yes plans? madam president <laughs> oh um well luckily this semester hasn't been it's been a lot of like writing classes like uh psychology um public speaking was a little bit different but that one is wrapping up here soon creative writing i've done that one i've been doing a lot of like writing classes because mm. i like writing they've I've been pretty good I, I feel pretty confident about the exams this semester i've gotten most of my math classes out of the way which is where i struggle with the most this winter i'm i haven't visited my so i've never really had like the strongest relationship with my dad like he hasn't been in my life most of my childhood so i'm planning on going up to visit him the last time i had a christmas with him was when i was like four years old so i'm i'm hyped for that i'm gonna go see him go see my grandparents uh fly up there to michigan wear a lot of layers because Girl, you it betcha. will be mm. very cold and,
3: and and also before before we close i i just want to i just want to give a shout out and a special thanks to our advisors to barb meidel justin nolan and Alyssa mitchell i mean they have been a great impact in my life um i can't speak for everybody else but for me i truly want to thank y'all for giving me this opportunity to be a part of the student life and it's the best decision ever so i really do thank y'all thank y'all
0: Thank you, everybody, for coming out to our last episode of the year. We will see you guys back in spring semester for a new round of podcast episodes. So please keep an ear out for that and enjoy your winter break. Power through the exams and keep on trucking, guys. We got this. Can we get an oh yeah? Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) Beacon Beacon out. out.